Shalom to all. Today's office is Yumadaf Nun Ches. We are starting 10 lines from the top at the two dots. And the mission had said, Nasan Asamali Barakon, the Kayan Gadol, after he did the Hazais, he would pour the blood from one vessel into another, and then he would take the full one and put it inside the empty one. Now the Gemara asks the question, Bamine Ram Barcham Rav Chizda, Ram Barcham Asr Chizda, the following question. Hiniach Mizrak Besaych Mizrak, the Kibel Bayas Hadam. On regular day in the base of Mikdash, the Kayan took two vessels, he put one inside the other, and then did Kabal Sadam, he received the blood of a carbon with that vessel. Mahu, what's the halacha? Men b'minei chaytzitz, ay ene chaytzitz. Is men b'minei one type with its same type? Is that going to be a chaytzitza or not? Now, what's the question? The Torah says in regards to Kabbalah Saddam of a carbon, v'lakach hakayin, and we learn that the kayin must receive the blood directly without any chaytzitza between him and the blood. So let's say he's stacked these two kalim, he's holding the bottom one, but receives the blood with the upper one. Is that a chaytzitza or not? It's men b'minei, it's the same exact men, it's the same exact type, it's two of the same kalim, however, maybe that's a chaytzitza. So Amr Leir has responded, Tanisua, we learned in an hour Mishnah. As says in our Mishnah, Nasan Samali Berekon, he put the full one into the empty one. My love, doesn't that mean that Hoshiv Mizak Mali Lesaych Mizak Rekon, that he took the full one and put it inside the empty one, he stacked the Kalim inside each other exactly the way that we described it, and that's not considered a Chatzitza. So Mar says, Lai, that's not what we're talking about. Ira Mizak Mali Lesaych Mizak Rekon, he actually poured the full one into the empty one. That's what it means. It doesn't mean that he stacked them, it means that he poured the full one into the empty one. The Gemara asked, that can't be because a tunnel Ratio we had just taught in the Mishnah right before that, that he would pour the Dhamma the Par into the Dhamma the Sar. So it doesn't make sense to say that he would now pour the full one into the empty one. The Gemara answers it actually does make sense. He did pour the full one into the empty one, in order to mix them up really good. You know, sometimes you have a cup of coffee and you want to mix the sugar in it. So you take an empty cup and you pour the full one into the empty one and then the empty one into the full one again. That's what he did with the blood of the Par and the Sar in order to mix them up really well. But he didn't necessarily stack them one on top of another. So we don't necessarily have a raya from our Mishnah. So the Gemara says, Tashma, we're going to try to bring a raya. Let's say, a kain's doing a vayin the Beis HaMikdash and he's standing on top of a vessel. So there's a chatzitza in between his foot and the floor of the Beis HaMikdash. We know that his feet have to be touching the floor and there's not going to be a chatzitza. So we have a chatzitza of a kli. Or he's standing on his friend's foot. Puzzle, that's puzzle. So we see over here, the min bimina is puzzle. His foot is on his friend's foot. That's the same min. It's the same type. And nonetheless, we still see that it's puzzle. It's considered a chatzitza. The Gemara says, not a raya. Shani regel, a foot is different. Deloy mati mavatale, because he can't be mavatale. Meaning it's possible that min bimina isn't a chatzitza. But that would only be because what's potentially causing a chatzitza can be made bottle. In our case, the extra kli can be nullified and not moved the entire avaida, in essence, viewing it as one big kli and not two separate kalim. But in the case of the kain's foot, the kain being stepped on isn't going to leave his foot under the kain for the duration of the avaida, and therefore it would be considered a chatzitza, and so we don't have a raya. Now, Ikadamri, some say, this is what the question was. Is this the normal way to do the Avaidah or not? Meaning, we would say that Min is not a Chatzitza. However, perhaps it's not normal to do the Avaidah like this. We don't stack one Kali inside the other. That's not the proper way to do the Avaidah, and therefore it wouldn't be valid. Tashma, to Tanya de Be'er Abishmol, we have a Brasa taught in the Besmesh of Abishmol. It says in the Pasak, as Kol Kli Hasharis Asheh Sharsu Bamba Kaidesh, all the Kli Sharis that are served with in the Kaidesh. What do we learn from here? Shnei Kalim Sheris Achas, you could have two Kalim and one service. How is that learned out? The Pasuk says, Clay Hashares. Clay means two Kalim, 
plural, and shares means of the service, not of the services. So we see that two kalim can be used for one service, so that is okay to have two kalim being used for one service, again provided that you hold min bemina is not a chatzitza. And a similar question. Let's say he took a sieve, which is a palm fiber. It's some sort of fibrous plant that grows around the palm tree. He took that and put it inside the basin, caught the blood with it. What's the halacha? This is something which is min It's not the same type of min as the kli itself. Is that considered a chatzitza or not? And here the Gemara qualifies and explains what the question is. Since it's porous or it's absorbent, it's not going to be considered chatzitza, or maybe it's going to be chatzitza anyway. Now we know that the blood has to be touching all the walls of the kli, and nothing's allowed to be chatzitz. So the question is, since this fiber is absorbent, similar to a sponge, it will absorb the blood, and then some of the blood will pass through the other side, touching the kli, and therefore no chatzitza, or perhaps we're not going to say that, and it is a chatzitza. So Amrle, he responded to Nina, this was taught in the Mishnah, he draws it off and continues until he reaches the sponge. Now this is referring to the water for the Paraduma. This water has to be Mayim Chaim, spring water, and be in a Kli without any Chatzitzas. If there was a sponge inside the water, the Mishnah doesn't deem it a problem and says to simply dry out the water and to stop before the sponge because any water absorbed in the sponge is invalid. But we clearly see that something absorbent like a sponge does not create a Chatzitza. So the Gemara says not a riot because Shani Maya the Kli Water is different because it's very thin, so it can flow very easily through a sponge. However, blood is of thicker consistency, and therefore, even though you have a sponge-like thing inside the kli, that doesn't necessarily mean that the blood is going to be absorbed into it and then flow out the other side. Some say that he answered him the following, Badam, kasher. When we're dealing with blood, it's kasher, because blood is liquid, and so it will be absorbed in a sponge-like thing, and it will flow out the other side, touch the kli, and it's not going to be chatzitza. But it's possible, when we're dealing with the kaimetz of a mincha, which needs to be put into a kli sharis, there's not over there, even if we have a sponge-like material inside, it's going to be a chatzitza because the kaimetz is made out of flour and oil, and flour is not liquid, and therefore it will not flow through the sponge-like material, and therefore it's going to be possible because of chatzitza. And no chasav based on top of the Mishnah continues describing the value of the kain on Yom Kippur. It says in the pasuk al mizbech Hashem, and it goes out to the mizbech which is in front of Hashem. Zemizbech hazav. This is referring to the mizbech hazav, the mizbech haktiras, which is inside the heichal. And hischal machate v'yared. He begins to be machate v'yared on the Mizbech itself. So we're talking about the Kayin Gadol, he had just done Hazars on the Parachas, and then he turns to go to the Mizbech Hazav to do the blood application on the now mixed blood. So Rashi explains what Mechatev Yared is. Firstly, this blood wasn't sprinkled, it was daubed, D-A-U-B-E-D. This is because the Pasuk doesn't say Vehiza, it says Vinasan, he shall place. So he actually physically placed the blood on the Mizbech as opposed to sprinkling it. So first he would dip his finger in the blood, raise his hand to the top of the Mizbech with his palm down, and then daub or smear the blood in a downward motion. Now, if he were to do it the other way, says Rashi, by starting at the bottom with his palm facing upwards, then as he lifted his hand to reach the upper part of the Mizbech, the blood would drip down his hand onto his clothes, dirtying them. You know, it's kind of like when you wash your hands and then lift them up, the water trickles down your arm into your sleeve. So if he would do it that way, his clothes would get dirty, and that's why he's Mechatev Yared, he starts daubing it or smearing it from top to bottom. And now the Mishnah asks, where does he start? Which corner does he start from? From the northeastern corner. Then he goes to Tzvinus Maravis, the northwestern corner, then Maravis Dreymus, to the southwestern corner, then Dreymus Mizrachis, the southeastern corner. In the place where he starts applying the blood of a regular chatos during the week on the outer Mizbech, meaning on the Mizbech that's in the Azara, he starts at the southeastern corner. That's where he finishes doing the blood applications on the inner Mizbech, meaning on Yom Kippur. Now Rabbi Eimer, he argues, and he says, he actually would stand in his place, and then he would apply the blood like that, meaning 
he would just reach around the Mizbech. It was only one square ama, so he was able to do that. And he would reach around. He wouldn't actually walk around the Mizbech. And on all the corners, he would apply it in an upward motion. He would start down and then go up. Except for the first one, which was right in front of him, he would do it in a downward fashion. After he finished these four blood applications, he would sprinkle it seven times on the purity of the Mizbech, which is referring to the top of the Mizbech. And the Gemara is going to discuss why it's called this and what these blood applications were. And the leftover blood that was in the Kli, he would spill on the western base on Mizbech outside in the Azara. And any Avaida which was done on the outer Mizbech, meaning a regular carbon chatos, he would spill that on the southern base of the Mizbech. Both of these bloods, Miss Arvin Ba'ama, they would mix in the Ama, which was that canal of water running through the Hazara, go out to Nachal Kidron, which is Kidron Valley, sold to gardeners for fertilizer, and a person would be Ivor Me'ila if he used them without paying for them. After he paid for them, he is allowed to use them. And now the Gemara says, Tanra we have a Brisa. The Pasuk says in regards to the Vida of the Kain Gadlon Yim Kippur, and he goes out to the Mizbech. Why does it have to tell us this? Why does it say that he goes out? He's not actually walking out of the Heichel. So the Gemara explains, since we find in regards to the par which is referring to the chatas the Kohen Gadol brings, if he inadvertently didn't have error that one would be chayv karis for, and its avayda is similar to the par in the chatas of him kipper. He sprinkles the blood towards the parayches and then he applies it to the mizbech hazav. So since in regards to this carbon, the Kohen is standing behind the mizbech, meaning he's not in between the mizbech and the parayches, sprinkling the blood towards the parayches. He's actually behind the mizbech. The mizbech is in front of him, and then he does the sprinkling towards the parayches. You might think even this, the avayda the Kohen Gadol on kipper is the same thing. He stands behind the mizbech. That's why the pasuk says so where was he standing? In front of the Mizbech, in between the Mizbech and the Parachas. We have another Brisa. It says in the Pasuk, This is talking about the Parabolic Kolomitzas. Why does the Pasuk tell us that? We know that this Mizbech is in front of Hashem. We know that the Mizbech HaKtaris is right in front of the Kesh Kedashim. So Amrav Nechemiel, Since we find by the Par in the Sar of Yom Kippur, the Kain stands in front of the Mizbech, in between the Mizbech and the Parachas. And he sprinkles towards the Parachas. You might think Avzakain, also with this carbon, he does the same thing. That's why the Pasuk says, Mizbach Ketars Hasamim Lefne Hashem Asher Ba'el Maid. Mizbach Lefne Hashem. The Mizbach is in front of Hashem. Vein Kain Lefne Hashem. The Kain's not in front of Hashem. Hakeitzad, what does that mean? Amid Chutl Mizbach Umaze. He stands behind the Mizbach and then he does the sprinklings. And the Mishnah said, Hischa Machat of Yared. Tan Rabbanon, the Brisa tells us, Hischa Machat of Yared. Mehechan Hoyamaschal. Where did he start the blood applications from? Mikaren Mizrachus Dreimus. He started from the southeastern corner of the Mizbach. Then he goes to Dreimus Maravis, the southwestern corner, Maravis Tzvainis, the northwestern corner, Tzvainis Mizrachas, the northeastern corner, Divir Rabbi Kiva, that's Rabbi Kiva's opinion. This was going in a clockwise manner. The understanding here is because when the Kohen Gadol walked out of the Kaj Kedashim, he's in the southwestern corner of the Hechel, he would then walk towards the Mizbech, stop to do the Hazais towards the Parachas, and then continue to the Mizbech. This means that he encountered the southwestern corner first, and we're going to see in a moment why he would skip that first corner, and he would start applying the blood to the southeastern corner first. Then he would apply the blood clockwise around the Mizbech. Now, Rabbi Yisrael he says, no, he would actually start from the northeastern corner, and then he would go on to the Tzvainis Maravis to the northwestern corner, Maravis Dremis to the southwestern corner, and then Dremis Mizrachis to the southeastern corner. And this fits with his shita that there was only one Paraiches which was open on the north. Therefore, when the Kain got left the Kaj Kedashim, he was actually in the northwestern part of the Hechol. He would walk towards the Mizbech, pause to do the Azais towards the Paraiches, continue on to the Mizbech, encounter the northwestern corner first, skip over it, apply the blood on the northeastern
bottom corner and then continue counterclockwise around the Mizbeach. And the Brasa continues clarifying, The place where Rabbi Yisai Gli would say that the Kohen Gadol stopped, he finished doing these applications, that's where Rabbi Kiva says you should start. And Makam Shabbi Kiva Maschel, Sham Rabbi Yisai Glili Paisek, the place where Rabbi Kiva says you should start, that's where Rabbi Yisai Glili says that he would end. However, clarifies the Gemara, the Kuli Alma Mia Behu Karen the Paga Baresha Loy Ovid. Everyone agrees that the first corner that he encountered, he would not actually do the applications on that corner. My Taima, why would he not do that? So Amr Shmuel, the Amr Kra, the Pasuk says, the Yatza El Mizbech, he has to go out to the Mizbech. This means, Adonafik Mikul Mizbech, he has to cross the entire Mizbech. So once he reached this corner, he has to cross the entire length of the Mizbech, which is only one ama, but he has to cross the whole length of the Mizbech, and only then he could start the applications. Now the Gemara asks, Rabbi Kiva, according to Rabbi Kiva, he should go towards the right. We know that Rabbi Kiva says he goes clockwise, which is towards the left. Why doesn't he say that he goes counterclockwise, which is towards the right? Does that mean that they're arguing about what Rabbi Baricheskel says? He said, Yam Shasa Shlema, the pool that Shlema Melch made, which was a mikvah that the Kaihan would immerse in, it was located in the Azara. Ayman al Shnei Bakr, it stood on 12 oxen, not real live ones, statues of oxen. Shlesha Panim Safina, three of them were facing north. Shlesha Panim Yama, three of them were facing west. Shlesha Panim Negba, three facing south. Shlesha Panim Mizracha, three facing east. Vehayama Lam El Mala, and this pool was on top of them. Machalacharem Baisa, and all their backs were facing inwards. Halamata, you learn from here. Shakal Pinas Shatapina, all turnings that you turn in the base of Mikdash. Layu El Adar Chimin Lemizrach, they should only be towards your right, towards the east. We see that because the directions listed over here are north, west, south, and then east. That's counterclockwise. And we learn from there that when a person faces something, he should go in a counterclockwise fashion, which is towards the right. So it seems to be that they're arguing in Rabbi Bar Yecheskel. Mar Isle de Rabbi Bar Yecheskel. Rabbi Yisaglili holds Rabbi Bar Yecheskel. Mar Lesle de Rabbi Bar Yecheskel. And Rabbi Kiv does not hold Rabbi Bar Yecheskel. So the Gemara says, Loi, the Kuli Alma Isle de Rabbi Bar Yecheskel. Everyone agrees to Rabbi Bar Yecheskel. V'hachav hakam efagin over here. This is what their machlekes says. Mar Sabri Alfin upon Emichot. So Mar Sabri Loyafin upon Emichot. Rabbi Yisaglili holds that we can learn the inside from the outside. We can learn what you're supposed to do inside the Hechel from what is located outside the Hechel because the pool that Shlema Melch made was outside the Hechel. And the other one, Rabbi Kiva holds that we don't learn inside from outside. We don't learn what you're supposed to do in the Hechel from what was done outside the Hechel. Ask the Gemara, Rabbi Kiva, even though he doesn't learn Panim so Ibai Hachi Navid, Ibai Hachi Navid, at least he should be given the option if he wants he go counterclockwise or if he wants he go clockwise. Why does Rabbi Kiva say that he should specifically go clockwise and not counterclockwise? So Amr Lech Rabbi Kiva, he'll answer you, Medina, Bahu Karen the Paga Beresha, Bahu Avid Beresha, really the first corner that he encounters, that's where he should do the application first. Damri Shlakish Rishlakish says, In my Vienna Mitzvahs, we're not allowed to pass over Mitzvah. So Vamailo Avid, why doesn't he do the application on that first corner? Misham Dechsev, because it says in the Pasuk, Vyatza El Mizbech, and we already explained that to mean Ad Nafik Mikulim Mizbech, he has to traverse the entire length of the Mizbech, and the Kivad Yavahu Karen, now that he puts it on the southeastern corner and not the southwestern corner first, then Hadrasi Elohu Karen, Dechayv Lamesa Beresha, he goes back to that first Karen that he really should have put it on first, so that's why he's going to go clockwise and go back to the southwestern corner. We're going to stop here for the day, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.